Hello and welcome to today's episode of Hooked on Homeschool. I am so delighted to interview again Miss Jennifer Burns. She not only talked about her veteran 20 years of homeschooling, but now we are going to talk about her school that she created 20 years ago. It's not a co-op, it's more of like a hybrid and it's a academic academy that really helps teach your child. So if you want to homeschool but don't want to send them to school, but also don't want to have them home with you every day and teach them, this is such a great in-between opportunity. So she's going to talk about how she created one almost 18, 19 years ago, and then also how you can actually create one today if you want to. So I'm going to do, introduce to you Mrs. Jennifer. Hi, friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hi, Jennifer. How are you today? Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me back. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So you had shared some valuable wisdom on the last episode where we talked about your 20 years of homeschooling, your three children, and how all three children have become successful in their own way, all by being homeschooled and being able to follow their passions and their dreams. But what you did is something so unique and different because 18, 19, let's just say 20 years ago, homeschooling was very different and people didn't really know anything about it. The internet was there, but you really didn't have all the online curriculums. So it definitely, what you had to get your research and your resources from a lot different places back then. But you had started a school called the Classical Consortium Academy. It's where a whole group of people get together to learn. So if you could tell us a little bit about that process, what your husband thought when you were gonna do that, and just how it's going today. Well, thank you so much. So. I had started an enrichment program two years before then, and and I did that because I saw a need in the community. Well, another need that was there is is really to to teach your student at the level that was desired, and and especially in the classical philosophy of education, that's a really challenging philosophy of education to do on your own at home. And you're right, back then the resources were very different. I have to say when I started homeschooling 20 some years ago, I'll never forget, I walked into a, a homeschool meeting 
pretty small. Maybe there was 10 of us in that room. And someone looked at me and said, what philosophy of education do you follow? And I looked at her and said, kindergarten? <laughs> That's where my, I had no idea. And so she said, no, silly, you know, what philosophy of education? You know, are you an unschooler? Are you unit study or Montessori? Or, And I thought all of these things, I thought I think I know what some of those words mean, but I don't know what you're talking about. So at that time, there was a, a publishing company called the Elijah Company, and they had this big resource book for homeschoolers. And in the middle of that, they had this beautiful chart that had everything from unschooling and all the pros and cons all the way to, to classical schooling on the other side. And so I remember the day reading through the pros and cons and the description of each one of these philosophies, getting to classical and went, oh, that's me, you know, that's what I want for my son. Well, anyway, fast forward, that was a, a kind of education that I heard people almost speak of in an admiring way, like, oh, well, I love that. I wish I could only classically homeschool my child. And so I realized that's something that's really needed help classically educating your child. And so again, back then, classical education was pretty early in its resurgence here in the United States. It's, of course, how our founding fathers were educated, but people didn't really that had gone by the wayside. And so this resurgence of classical education was was starting back then. And then there really wasn't such a thing as a hybrid school. This idea that you could send your child to a school one or two days a week and then accomplish the homework at home from those classes, it just wasn't a thing. And I did see a school in Texas you know, felt called to do this, went to a school in Texas that was doing something similar to what I had felt called to do and took a look and they were doing it pretty well. So I wanted to, to kind of be inspired by that and, and do what I wanted to do. Right. Which was open the school and do it in a classical education model. And so if you could explain exactly, if someone's net has heard of classical education, but has no clue what it is. So go ahead and explain, other than you needing Latin, no, <laughs> what exactly is a classical education and why is it so important? Sure. So a classical education is really founded on this understanding of how all students learn, rooted in what we call the trivium. And if you imagine that the trivium is really understanding that students at each developmental stage are are different. And so we give them a set of subjects that is in alignment with what they can learn and, and what they're interested in learning and doing. And it's not only a set of subjects, but it's an approach to those subjects and the students. So for example, you know, if you have a grammar level student, you know that their memory is pretty good, right? Far better than mine at my age, right? If I need, if I need to remember a list of things to, you know, go to the grocery store and get, I'm going to ask a grammar level child <laughs> instead of, you know, relying on my memory. So a student can, at that age, can memorize well. And so the idea here is, is that we're going to give them the facts of or the grammar of all subjects 
these facts, they can memorize the who, what, where, when. They can internalize them, and that can be the strong foundation for their learning as they grow. That middle stage or the logic stage is what they call it. It's when students, if you have a junior high age student in your life, you know that they argue a lot, right? They are argumentative in nature. Well, that's their part of their development. And that's okay. Let's lean into that and let's teach them how to reason and reason well and use discursive reasoning. So not just arguing from a, a point of emotion, but one of true, you know, foundational facts. Because they're not technically arguing, they're actually having questions and they're questioning what you're saying, which is actually a good thing, right? I mean, we want our children to not just be taught, hey, this is what we say, but to actually have that comprehension and say, well, what about this and this and this, right? That actually helps in that debate, that argument, correct? Right. Well, and I think what they're doing is it is they are recognizing that there's a difference between what it is they're hearing or reading and what they're seeing, right? Their hypocrisy meters, right? Their hypocrisy meters are going off at that age. You know, you'll, this is when a child will look at you and say, well, you just said blah, 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 but you're doing this. And so it's just, their brain is, is meant to look at the, and find those consistencies or inconsistencies. And, and see that cause and effect. And so, so it's just part of their development. So what do we do at that stage? Well, we're going to teach them formal logic, which is the, the grammar of argumentation. We're going to teach them critical thinking. We're going to use debates and Socratic circles and Socratic questioning to engage them in their education. And so, and then at that high school stage, we call that the rhetoric stage. It's a time when students are really concerned with their appearance, right? If you know a high school student, that's usually the time that they're like, hey, mom, can I get another hole in my ear? <laughs> or, or, you know, can I take my hair X color? Or, hey, I really care now about what I look like or what my room looks like or my environment looks like. And so they care about these things. Why? Because it's about that presentation. So what we're going to do at that stage is we're going to teach them how to communicate their ideas, how to present their ideas well and beautifully. We're going to be able at this stage to talk to them about more esoteric ideas like goodness, truth, and beauty, and liberty, and justice, and all of these things that that a little one can't quite understand. So, so really that classical education is founded in that trivium and that understanding of students and really leaning into that. That's such a great way to raise your children, to have them feel like they are part of the growing process instead of just feeling like they're always being taught. They're kind of getting taught and getting to like a, a dance and both of you are learning and both of you are growing, but they're still growing and they're still learning, but in such a positive way, such a great, I love classical education. And so your school does the classical education and so now you've been doing the school for 18 years. And what did your husband think when you told him you wanted to do this school? He just, he shakes his head because he's like, okay, you're, you're, you know, one more thing, you're going to do this. You're like, but they're doing it in Texas across the, the, the country. Yes. So he, I, I love my husband dearly and a funny story. He, we met while I was in grad school and he 
after I graduated from grad school and I was still kind of this person who was really leaning into the work that I was doing and, and getting fully immersed in that, he just looked at me and he said, oh, I thought this was just a thing when you were in grad school. I didn't realize, I didn't realize like this was you. <laughs> this is going to be your next career. Yeah, this is you. That's so great. This is, this is me. I just jump in with both feet and, and love it and do it. And, and so he was really supportive and knew that it could be of great help because people really were struggling sticking with homeschooling or, or schooling to the level that they really wanted to school their kids. And that was, that was important or educate their children. Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. So now, 18 years later, there is such a need for home, for more people to homeschool. They want to homeschool. They hear about these hybrid schools, co-ops, micro schools. There's so many resources now. So what's so great is now if they want to put their child into a hybrid school, people know what that is, but you're also helping people if they want to open their own hybrid school. So let's say you're a teacher, you're not enjoying teaching, or you're a homeschool mom, and you've just been doing it, but you feel kind of like Jennifer, where you just feel the need to help more people you want to serve, you're being called to do more. Tell us now what you have created and what you're doing. Sure. So really, a couple of years ago, I felt like the Lord was, was asking me to say yes, again, because that's really what I I did 18 years ago is really say yes to him to create a school where he was the foundation of all and really helping homeschooling families. And And I felt like he was asking me to say yes again, but I wasn't sure to what. And what I feel felt like he was doing is asking me to to multiply what was really his ministry and, and multiply what was good. And I didn't know how that was going to happen. Well, it turns out that Turning Point USA was starting a Turning Point Academy. And by academy, they didn't mean a, a school per se, but yet an educational movement that really wanted to spread virtuous education throughout the country. And so I was asked to, to come on board to help that process. And one of the ways that we're spreading virtuous education through Turning Point Academy is by seeding schools and a specific kind of school, you know, we're, we are so enthusiastic about all kinds of virtuous, wonderful education. And that could be strictly homeschooling. That could be traditional five-day-a-week Christian schooling. But the way we can really help, I think, expand virtuous education throughout the country is actually by taking the model that I created 18 years ago and proliferate that. And what we're calling it is a 5C school model. It is a classical, Christian, conservative, church-based, cost-affordable model. 
And those five C's are all really important. You know, I talked about what classical is. Of course, we know what Christian is. Conservative, you know, the kind of that pro-American, pro-conservative, pro-family, right, free market, all of that, you know, undergirded, we're equal, right, all of that. But the, the thing that is wonderful, in addition to all of those other things about this model, is that we, Classical Consortium Academy, is a ministry of our church. It's an academic ministry. And I'm so very thankful that the church we're part of um, saw it that way, saw education as missional and really something important to offer to the community at large. And what that allowed us to do is have us reside in the church, which then made the this kind of education cost affordable. So here we, we have um, few expenses when it comes to rent. We are able to, because we're only there one or two days a week, we're not spending, you know, we're not spending five days worth of, of money for teachers, right? We're paying them only for the time that they teach. And that makes our model very affordable. So where private school education can cost anywhere between ten and $30,000 a year per child here in our area, we're able to charge anywhere between $1,500 and $2,600 for the year and, and really give a better option for families. It is, it is an excellent education for a fraction of the cost. Yeah, it sounds so wonderful. And it really is. So if someone wanted to open one of these, they would open that they would find a church that is empty during the week, because a lot of churches are empty. So they're also and you pay rent. So they're also getting some money. So and then you find a church, but they have to have how many classrooms would you say would be optimal? So the optimal size is really 15 classrooms if you wanted to have a, a K through 12 school at the church. So uh, roughly 15 classrooms. Roughly 15 classrooms. Okay. So you find that church and then the school is two days a week. So do you pick which two days or is that a set day that everybody does? Or does the person who opens it picks their days? Right. The person that opens. So so just to, to um, step back just a moment, Turning Point Academy is seeding these 5C schools. And what we mean by seeding is that we're inspiring people around the country to look at education differently. No, I don't know that it's great for kids to be in desks, behind desks, five days a week, eight hours a day. And so it's exactly plus homework. And it's kind of casting the vision for a different way to do school and, and have wonderful results. So we're, we're inspiring people and then we're equipping them. So people will come to us and say, okay, I feel called to start a school. Now what? And it's a heavy lift to start a school. But because we have 18 years of experience, we've got really everything from the student handbook and a website and every all the details, right? Syllabi, assignment schedules, book lists, you know, all of that, that's a heavy lift to, to start a school. We're able to give that all to people free of charge, as well as consulting in how to love this. That's amazing because all that stuff right there, just the handbook and all that is 
is where a lot of the struggle becomes. People can't get past that. So now once you get all that, you get all the inspiration, you get the handbooks, you get how do you do this? Now you just go and do it. That's right. And we're there along the way too to help because it it is it starting a school um is a challenge because of course you're dealing with with people you're dealing with little people and little problems you're dealing with their parents the big people with bigger problems and you know so and teachers and so it it's an art really to lead a school and lead it well and so we're there really to help people who feel called to do this, to do it really well for their communities. Because when you start a school, you have a generational impact. And it is, we want to help people make that positive generational impact on their communities. That's so great. So if someone is feeling the call to the calling to, to open a school, this is your school, you name it what you want. You, you can open it then any day you want. You could do Monday, Thursdays, Monday, Wednesdays, do whatever you like, but just know just cause you're open those days, it's a, you're running a business. So you're probably thinking 24 seven about it. So it's not just those two days. You've got to find the people. There's a lot of probably teachers that would love to get out of the public school system and probably work part-time and probably help you. So you can find your teachers. Now, You do we follow the curriculum that you're doing or can we pick our own curriculum as long as it's classical? That's a, a great question. Really, it is completely up to you whether you even want a classical school or not. What we're doing is kind of casting the vision for a model that really works. And I believe very strongly in classical education, but I really would love, and I think it is the way to create virtuous and noble humans, but we, what we want to do is, is help you create the school that you feel called to, to create. The more like the school, our model school, Classical Consortium Academy, you, you feel called to do, the more I can help. Right. So we've got a book list for our school. It is a classical hybrid school. We've got um, assignment schedules for a two day a week school. If you want to do something different from that, then I can, you know, I won't have as many resources to help you, but I'm happy to pray for you and encourage you and help you in any way that I can. But the more like our school, the more help I can give you. That's great. And and classical is such a great idea. So hopefully a lot of these schools will be popping up over the next few years. And hopefully, Jennifer, you will be super busy. And so there's there's a few right now. There's like uh, you've helped open, helped, not open, but you've helped assist seven schools right now. Yes. So currently for the fall, there are seven schools that, again, are, some are exact, some are you know, flavors of our school around the country. And so that's really, it's, it's so much fun for me to walk alongside and encourage these folks who want to start schools, because just as I love encouraging people to homeschool, more people can homeschool than think they can. I also think it's true that more people can start schools in their area than think they can than they think they can. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So if someone's feeling the calling to want to open up a school, if they feel like they want to impact this movement that's going on of homeschooling, I will list all of Jennifer's contact information, her website. This way, you know, uh, you have all the details 
you know, you do it the way you want, find the church, work with the pastor, find your teachers, have them help you getting the right people to, to help you is such a great thing, but, and it can happen. And the next thing you know, by next year, you'll be homeschooled. How long does it typically take to get everything up and running? That's a a great question as well. It really takes, with our help, someone can get up and running in about eight months or so. Okay. So definitely not this school year, but definitely the next school year. Yeah. Right. The next school year. And so the first great step is to go to turningpointacademy.com and go to our schools tab. And it talks a little bit about our 5C school model. It also has information about our virtual vision days. And so these are two-hour webinars that really cast the vision and help you look into what a 5C school would look like. Uh, It features a little video of our model school. And just uh, we can tell you more about that. And then if it's something that you're inspired to do, you can even come and visit our model school in Illinois. But we're there to help you and give you any assistance that you need. That is so great because this will really help a lot of children. Number one, who are struggling in school and their parents can't pull them out because they don't have options, but just to get them out of school so we can teach them a Christian education and help to really help the next generation. Like you said, I think you said it's a generational thing. So we definitely want to keep that going. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I think people have really learned a lot. I think you have shared a lot. This is such a great idea. Is there any last things that you want to say about your, the 5C schools or anything that you have? The advice I'd love to give parents is to not so focus on what you're running away from but what you should run toward, the kind of education that is truly deserving of their children, right? Their children are nobility in training. They are God's vice regents. They're they're the inheritors of this earth. And so what kind of education is worthy of that nobility and run toward that, help create that, help, you know, find that. That's what you should be doing rather than being so focused about what you're running away from. And I think if if you look at that, then it's really, it's not about masks. It's not about, you know, the DEI that's creeping into the school, but instead it's, oh my goodness, my children are worthy of, of so much better, right? So much better than that. And, and go in, go in, if you can't find it in your area, let me inspire you to create it. Oh, that's so wonderfully said. I love that because they are deserving of what we should be teaching them, not what they're getting right now. I hope you get hundreds and hundreds of calls. Maybe you've inspired me to want to open up a school. And I think my husband would look at me and probably laugh as well and be like, Dawn, what are you doing? But you never know. So thank you so much, Jennifer. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, Don, for all that you're doing. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. 
Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling! Oh,